Welcome to the Just Regular Podcast. I'm your host, Kira, and our guest today will be Bree, owner and creator of Fabled Wicks and Works Australian Wiccan. But first, a word from our sponsor. This week's Just Regular Podcast brought to you by RJMK Clothing, now running a special of 20% off all items if you use the code REGULAR with any purchase over $60. RJMK, hashtag pay to slay. Hi, Bree. Welcome. Hey. Welcome, welcome. First guest. What? what? How do you feel? I'm hella nervous. Honestly, yeah, so am I. So am I. My boots. <laughs> it is cold where you are, though. <laughs> yeah, I got down to threes and fours last week already. Yeah, see, in Cairns. just went orange. They... It's like they're growing oranges? It's the leaves turn orange in autumn. Oh, that's right. I thought it was winter. We're off to a great start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself. Um, wow. So I have recently started my own business from home to help mm-hmm. support my little man. Um, mm-hmm. And it has led me to a collection of aromatic products, I guess you could say, at the beginning. But the point for us is to empower and encourage self-love. So we make candles and bath salts. That actually sounds amazing. What got you into this industry to begin with? I mean, sorry, in your name, if we can go back, it is Fabled Wicks and Works, Australian Wiccan. So you yourself, do you identify as Wiccan? Yes. So I myself only recently have decided to kind of dive in deep into massive spiritual journey that's led me to Wiccan. Yeah. And... It just kind of changes your life when you look at the world a little differently. In what way? When you say, are you saying look at the world from a Wiccan perspective or? Not so much. So the idea is to sit and kind of ground yourself and get to know you a little bit more and connect with nature and kind of realize where we actually come from, what life's supposed to be about. And how to live peacefully. So essentially Wiccan, because when I think of Wiccan, I think of, you've got a cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're throwing in some herbs and spices, mixing it up, and you're like, look, I want Sandy from down the street. Yeah, right. Trip okay. And stub her toe. Yeah. So you think you, like, you- <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Samantha. Can you? From Bewitch, when you wriggle your nose, that kind of... That's... Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have gone that far back. Oh, I'm no. only 30. Jesus. <laughs> Just showing my age there. Bree, you're younger than me, but yes, go on. Um, I'm an old soul. <laughs> definitely are. So how long have you been actively practicing Wiccan? And is that what led you? Like, did you begin with Wiccan and then took it to a business sense or yes. vice versa? Yeah, began with Wiccan. Um, oh, was that something you 
fell into when you were younger? You know how, oh, I don't know, bad example, but is it you woke up one day or you watched Charmed? I mean, honestly, I thought I was a witch when I watched Charmed. I've watched it 30 times in the last yeah, three years. Sorry, I'm just, I'm struggling to find the words to explain it. Um, well, can you describe the role that magic plays in Wiccan beliefs and practices? So essentially magic is the manipulation of the energies of nature and life around you and within you. So the typical uh, idea of magic, I guess you can say, is very heavily influenced by pop culture. But most of the work is intention and manifestation and just working with the energies of nature. So I am completely oblivious to anything you're talking about when you say working with nature is that we're sitting with nature or yeah you know what is working with nature um so for everybody it's very different so the thing that's difficult to explain about this is that it is extremely um what's the word individual so everybody's beliefs and respects are different their craft is different I guess you can say well that's I suppose the the term for it their craft Mm -hmm. so it doesn't necessarily mean like throwing things in a bowl and hoping for something magical to happen but it could be it could be lighting candles in your bathroom every night and just sitting and thinking about yourself for 20 minutes It's really about self-care then, like you mentioned at the beginning. Empowerment and love. Yeah. Yeah, and self-care and getting closer with nature and kind of experiencing more of the energies around you helps you tap in deeper. Do you feel now that you've gone through this journey and you've started to create something out of it, do you feel like you definitely know more of who you are now than you did, say, 10 years ago? Absolutely, even just a year ago. Yeah. Absolutely. There's been a lot of work on who I am now, who I was 10 years ago, who I want to be in 10 years. Yeah. And there's a lot of healing that happens. Oh, 100%. I think also like, because how old are you now? Sorry, 28? Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) 29? No. 26. (laughs) We're playing Jeopardy. What is it? <laughs> yeah, nearly 27. 27. Yeah. I didn't even, I just can't count. I should have gone with that first. Now I think of it. I've known you for a good 11, 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't ask me when your birthday is. <laughs> I know it's in January. Somewhere in there. I'd say at the start. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Liam, Liam always complains that my birthday's way too close to Christmas. He's just jealous. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You have to um, wait a month longer. I do wonder with back to Wiccans, um, being uh such a you know, a natural phenomenon, really. Mm. How do you because I know you can't speak on behalf of all Wiccans, obviously, but how do you view concepts of good and evil and how are those ideas and like expressed in your practice? 
That's a really good question. The idea of good and evil being two different things. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely learned that there is no such thing as black and white anymore. Everything's grey. So good and evil is kind of the same thing. It just, it's subjective. Yeah, definitely. I can see I'm that. So I also I don't understand the, rest it. Of the question. <laughs> it's okay. How are these ideas expressed in their like in your practices? I think I focus a lot more on the love of everything, the love of life, the love of myself and people around me. So I guess mine, my own belief is that positivity is good. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like, I know when I first met you, oh, you were sixteen. Oh God, seventeen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I remember out the back, I was hanging out with Tyler. You were dating Liam, and I was like, "Who is this child?" <laughs> <laughs> I was probably drinking heavily. Um, but I know that we definitely bonded back then on like, say traumatic experiences and all of those like kind of situations. And now who you are, when I watch you talk to people or anything, it's just on positive experiences and Mm. the traumatic ones, you don't speak about in a negative way anymore. It's more like this gave me life and, you know, this led me to this A, B and C. And I I've noticed that as the biggest change in you as a person and your drive is crazy in a business sense. Like it's crazy. You just, you're hungry for success. And I mean, I love that. I love that. Cause I feel like for a long time you were definitely lost. We were all lost. Like we were kids. We're still kids yeah. at heart. Everyone was lost, but now every day we talk, it's just like you're creating something new or, filming something new, editing something new. And I just, I admire you for that because in the past 12 months, you've definitely just blossomed even more as a person. Yeah. I think getting to my to know myself as myself and who I want to be rather than what was expected of me really opened up the opportunity for me to actually go, oh, you know what? I like that person and that person can yeah. do things. <laughs> I kind of wish like everyone got to this stage earlier in life because I feel like everyone does every person on the planet does get there yeah yeah I think we're lucky to get like reach this point in our 20s and well for me 30s it hurts it hurts to say it it's like off my back it's just I know (laughs) I've just scraped the surface of 30 um (laughs) but yeah everyone gets to it eventually and I do hope that one day like the next generation and for instance like your son my daughter's generation I hope we can instill in them that who you are is up to you it's not up to your parents your neighbors your friends it's 100% up to you yep and you choose good or bad or in the middle whichever I've taken up telling myself as part of my affirmations for the day that other people's opinion of me just are not my business Oh, I just need people to never tell me their opinions of me. I <laughs> oh, stress out. Worst. 
like I'm a pretty straightforward person and I shouldn't be because I can't handle it. Like I will tell someone what I think. I'm like, here it is, A, B, and C. And they're like, well, here's what I think of you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like it. It's like when somebody comes to you and goes, oh, be honest. And then you're honest with them and they go, but that really hurt my feelings. But you asked my opinion. I'm that person that like asks for everyone's opinion and they tell me and I'm like, well, I'm just going to go cry myself to sleep. Thank you. But I'm also that That person. Yeah, I do that, but I'm also that kind of person that goes, here, I have this opinion of you, and I'm sorry, did that make you feel bad? I think that's, like, one of the reasons I got sober. Because <coughs> I would, when I would drink, I mean, you know this, when I would drink, I just, my opinions, one, made no sense, but they were so loud. Like, I was giving life advice. Like, I was Oprah and Dr. Phil's love child. And... I had no qualifications. I dropped out of studying psychology. I was like, that is not for me. I don't like people's problems. Mine are really big. They weren't. They definitely were not. I didn't get a cheeseburger at Macca's. It's not the end of the world. Sit down, Kira. But (laughs) it was like this times 100. Like I'd be out drinking. I'd be in like the smoker's court. Next minute I'm giving out a lighter to someone. I'm like, let's just kumbaya all your problems that – I don't care about and won't remember tomorrow, but I'm going to give you all the life advice really loud. And if you disagree with me, good luck to you. You know what I found though, in saying all of that, I found that a lot of your opinion for other people was actually positive. Like you were that person to go, I'm going to yell my opinion at you, but my opinion is that I think you can go places in life and go and start that business. Oh, I think that was a lot of the time. more yelling at myself. Like, I think I'm, I was definitely projecting on other people what I knew I was capable of. I'm so glad yet. you started listening. <laughs> and now I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> doing a podcast. But no, it, it. it is fun. The one thing I love about our friendship and we've got our little group chat now is we're all young. And we've all pushed each other to start businesses. Now, I personally feel like I started a trend. It's fine. Trendsetter. But, you know, everyone has their own business. Everyone is thriving. We know we're going to make it. We don't know how the hell we're going to get there, but our bags are packed. We're ready to go. Yeah. And I very much believe I, we were not born to be followers. Oh, I did for a good, I would say... From the ages of 15 to 26, I led but followed so much, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Like if someone else had a bad idea, I was there. Like if that bad idea was a bag of cocaine, I was there. (laughs) I was nose deep in that and I was there. And thank God I'm sober now. Um, it's been a while, so don't panic. But uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to be interviewing you. I love it. Just, I love that you're you. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can't take myself seriously with a camera on. I'm really struggling with that. I'll get used to it. Just so you know, our little bubble pictures took a random photo of us and it's awesome. It's not flattering. <laughs> when you're leaning close to the camera and it's all forehead. Yeah, that's me. That's 
<laughs> me too. Look me. at that China. Look at that. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Now, you and Liam. So just first of all, ladies and gentlemen, Brie is married. I know. I'm sorry. But Brie is married. How old were you when you got married? Um, when we actually got married, we were 21. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. It's absolutely like. For me, I can't imagine myself ever being in a relationship ever again. I just, let alone married. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But the older I get, the more I kind of realize why people are all just like, oh, but you're still babies. Yeah. You definitely were babies. Like, I do feel as though you were ahead in years compared to other people your age, but definitely still babies. Yeah. But getting married at 21, I mean, what does that what does that look like? When do you just wake up at 21 and go, "Look, it's time for us to get married. We've been dating since we were 16." Like what yeah, does that I think, look well, like? Yeah, I was I mean, obviously every teenager has their I'm so in love, we're going to get married and spend the rest of our life together and we did that for a few years and then when we were 18, 19 and we started discovering more of Australia like he took me to Cairns for the first time to kind of see where he grew up and I got to Cairns see is that not the whole before. of Australia <laughs> it's because we never got got anywhere else <laughs> it's okay I'm currently in Cairns so I'm not judging well for me at that time it was the rest of the world because I was like always in this tiny little town that's true that's in New South Wales yeah I mean they're country, country towns too. Yeah, yeah. We lived up out in the mountains for a good chunk get of cold. Does Australia have bears? No. <laughs> Your face is like, ish. I was dead serious. I know nothing about nature because you could not pay me. I'm not camping. I'm not going near a tent. I'm not pitching a tent. I don't even know if that's the right word. And I'm not gathering firewood. Is there a difference between wood and firewood? To me, that it's the same thing. People put twigs in fires. It's because they're dry. I don't know what the hell it's supposed to do. Yeah, I'm not a camper. I'm not much of a person. You don't need to be. Did you have to learn survival? Thank God for that. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Him taking me to Cairns is like, oh my God, it's the rest of the world. It's cans. <laughs> I love cans. I do. It's beautiful to look at. Well, it's, there's the Great Barrier Reef. I've been to it once. <laughs> How many times did you go? Once. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I did spend a lot of time up in the Daintree, though. Oh, really? It's the oldest, oldest rainforest in the world. Yeah, I think I've been there. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot of bugs. Yeah. Maybe that's why I can't be a Wiccan. Because yeah. don't you have to like, are you, do you, is it you're just one with nature or is it you have to be one with, please no, I'm not making fun of you. Do you also have to be one with bugs? Because let's just no. say I'm gathering. You don't have to be one with bugs, no. Yeah. No, it's okay. A good way to explain it is kind of to be like, okay, so I can 
spend my life camping and hiking mountains and living in trees and stuff like that to be one with nature or I can be comfortable in my home and just have like a nice garden and use the bay leaves in my cooking. There is a name for that. I just pictured you hiking and trekking across mountains and then just like whipping out your asthma papa. <laughs> Every it's not because you don't want to, it's because you physically cannot do this. <laughs> and I really like food. <laughs> That's why kitchen witches exist. <laughs> You're just whipping up a cheeseburger, casting a spell on it. Okay, I'm not making I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but it's a good idea. Like, maybe not so much the spell, but I whip up a cheeseburger and just cover it in a layer of, like, ooh, turmeric garlic salt. What does that do? Oh, turmeric's really good for your blood. Like, to cleanse it. Cleanse out your blood. Like, blood clots? Are we talking? Okay. I do have to ask this, because, first of all, we are not doctors. Do not take what we say as medical advice. Please seek a doctor. If you have anything internally wrong with you, don't quote our podcast episode for any medical advice, please. Please um, don't. Because I'm picturing, you know, we we send each other these Instagram reels and whatnot, and we're like, oh my god, like if you stick garlic, no, it's not garlic, potato on the feet, it'll draw it out. And I'm like, does it though? Oh, onions will. Okay. Mm, cut oh, up a half an onion, or um. A good one is for kids when they've got congestion or some kind of muscular pain from the gross birds and stuff is to slice up some onion or some garlic and place it on the soles of their feet. And then you've got socks on, obviously, because, like, how else are you going to hold them in there? And it does. It draws all the toxins out through your skin, through the pores in your skin. I just don't understand how it's an onion. Onions have layers. Sorry. Onions are also highly acidic. I did actually, the last time I had a cold, because since becoming a mum, it doesn't matter if you're sick, you just got to like, you just got to keep, keep going. going. Yeah. I did try the onion drink. We let it sit in the fridge. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely horrific. But the next day when I woke up, so I drank it that night and just FYI, mouthwash, toothpaste, nothing gets rid of that. Like taste. It's, it's there. Good luck. It's horrid. But the next day I woke up and I wasn't nearly as congested. Like it all had broken up. Yeah. Onions are also very high in antioxidants, oh. which are good bacteria. Thank you. Yeah. I need um, that. Another option for the onion drink is if you cut up a half an onion, just to dice it up or whatever, stick it in a glass jar, and then you cover it with a layer of honey and let it sit overnight, yeah. and you'll notice the onions will – and like break down the honey and vice versa and kind of mingle and get to know each other a little bit it'll break down and you just have like a teaspoon of that every day so and it keeps do you, you healthy s- as a horse let's not make animal jokes around here because there's no horsing around on this podcast mate <laughs> horsing around hope that's the right joke that'll be awkward if it's not it is horsing around, isn't it? Yes. I'm never going to get anyone like, like, look, I love you, but like, I can't see myself getting Joe Rogan on this podcast because he's going to be like, 
did you say horsing around live on air? Not that I want to interview Joe Rogan. Anyway, back on track. So <laughs> I'm focused. Inspired. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Um, did you study Wiccan? Like, is there a school for Wiccan or is this something you go online or you go to a library, sorry, and you research and you grow your knowledge? Or Definitely lots of reading. Absolutely lots of yeah. reading. Uh, with social media, obviously now, and the ease of access on the internet, you can you can find just about anything you're looking for. You're looking for shadow work. You can find anything. Essentially, there are always going to be a group of people who have experience in what you're looking for and are willing to share that information and teach you. you Everything's also written out in books. It's just a matter of filtering through which books are providing the right information, like accurate information. That's what I was about to go to. Yeah, how do you know what these groups are sharing is factual? Because like we were talking about earlier, you've got good and evil. And I'm guessing within the Wiccan community, you have good and evil. In a sense. Like you could, yeah, yeah, you can do, is it black magic? There you have is people a, that there would is a practice. Black magic, yes. Yeah, I'm not familiar yeah. with those um, so much, no. How do you know, like, wouldn't, I mean, my theory is like if someone was into that, they could infiltrate, you know, uh, being a natural Wiccan with say their spells and stuff and without the proper research you could then have people practicing for a negative outcome yeah like how do you know that it's factual there's something like that because wiccan and all branches of the craft are so subjective it comes down to whether or not you can do your own due diligence so you pick up a book um for example wicca by harmony nice I found it in the library a few months ago, and I should probably take it back, but it's absolutely an amazing introduction to just what we They won't miss is. it. It's okay. <laughs> just I still have the Great Gatsby. A, <laughs> like a blanket. But essentially, it's on to, it comes down to you to find out, okay, well, this person has written this book. I've enjoyed what this book has taught me. So what reputation has this person got? Right. Okay. So it is all about research. You, it's kind of like anything. Like we watch a TV show, we want to know, know more about, say, an actor or something, and then we go down that yeah. route of research. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like with any kind of religion or faith or lifestyle. If you really want to live by something, you want to find as much out about it as you really can. Definitely. No, I completely understand that. And. Mm. Sorry, we're going to jump back to Fabled Wicks and Works. Yes. First of all, I love the name. How did we come up with it? Well, you know how you think really well when you're in the shower. <laughs> it's where I do some of my best work, yes. And, you know, there's good reason for that. It's a great grounding moment. Um, unintentional meditation, I guess you could say. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under the hot water. Yeah. But I was kind of just standing there one day and thinking to myself, do I actually want to be an apothecary? Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but yes. Oh, um, very heavy focus on herbalism. 
Oh, yeah, like okay. Your teas and ingestibles and stuff like that, providing mm-hmm. herbal options. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not actually an expert. And I thought mm-hmm. to myself, I want to encourage self-love and empowerment in everybody in a hundred accessible ways. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go and get yourself some dried herbs and make yourself a burning bundle and then walk around the house in circles smoking it's a great idea it's fantastic it smells amazing it does the job but you can also just light a candle and it gives you the same effect in a household exactly because everything comes down to intention so yeah i feel this you have your eucalyptus candles for example Mm -hmm. i can't imagine very few people don't know that eucalyptus is amazing when it comes to congestion Yes, because it's 100%. in VIX. VIX is very heavily advertised to be using eucalyptus-based oils. Yeah. Um, you can use it as a chest balm on your chest. You mm-hmm. can use it in as an oil in your diffuser. Yeah. Or as an oil-based fragrance in candles. Mm-hmm. And the eucalyptus breaks up the mucus sitting at the base of your chest and it helps clear out congestion in your face. Yeah, we just, we're just talking about Vicks Vapor Rub now, aren't we? No, no, no. Oh. Eucalyptus candles, Kira. Oh. I just felt like we're on a Vicks ad. So no, we don't promote them. They don't sponsor us, sweetie. <laughs> I got really lost in that. I'm so sorry. I was probably ranting. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, Side note, you also study. I do, yeah. I'm part-time at the moment. I'm studying studying? um, a Bachelor of the Arts. Is that like drawing? I major in anthropology. Didn't you study ancient history at one point? Oh, man. I have had an obsession for the entirety of my life. Oh, so you weren't studying it. That's just a choice. That was, yes, that was a choice. Yeah, all of that was a choice. I did that um, out of fascination and passion. Curiosity. Pure curiosity. Yeah. Yep, that is how I had fun. I love that, though. I think we spent so many hours, you were educating me. Which I also was extremely gullible. We watched that mermaid documentary. Let's not go down that road. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I believe in mermaids now. Thank you. Can't tell me they're not there. There's but you're wrong obs- with believing in mermaids. Tell me they're not real. Tell me how they're That's not my real. Point. There's we- no evidence that they don't exist. <laughs> Where's Liam? Let's get him on the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing: people are going to be like, "Wow, they've actually lost it." No. Uh, we have only discovered, what, 10 15%, maybe 20% of the ocean? Yes. That's all the evidence I need. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, what's, like, why are we no longer looking? Because the mermaids are like, yo, sit down underwater. So it's like float down, really. Mm. Um, we've got something to talk to you about. And they said, if you don't leave us alone, we will come at you. And so us as human beings went, it's all right. We'll go to space. 
Well, it makes it makes sense in the evolutionary chain. Yeah, because we got that one bit missing. I actually <laughs> not gonna. Go- yeah, so I watched my octopus teacher, which led which weird documentary. Um, you should watch it. It's weird in a way. He befriended an octopus. You try to do it. <laughs> I don't think it would get very far. It's very. Kind of reminds me of Assassin Teacher. Is that what it's called? Something. Oh, that's one. What did I call it? Oh, is that what it's called? I don't know. Mine's My an octopus anime. teacher. Oh no, no. This is this is not. What's the opposite? This is real life. (laughs) (laughs) IRL. Yeah, literally. Anyway, mermaids. So my thing is they're definitely there because we are missing a link between humans and like between apes and humans. Yeah. There's a missing link. We can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think I learned that. There's kind of like a blank spot in the DNA chain of humanity. They're telling me evolution. That we went from fish to eventually ape to human. Mm-hmm. But in between all of that, there was no fish human. I'm like, it could have been a fish ape. I'm not saying that a mermaid is, you know, aerial. Well, it would make sense for at least half the population of the current species to go, oh, maybe we could find food down there and head towards the water. Yeah, and they mated with a fish. Not quite. It's more like (laughs) over a period of time they started developing the necessary parts to live permanently underwater. I truly believe that. Through there. I mean, there are, like, there is a lot of footage. Oh, yeah. Of mermaids. But everyone's like, it's fake, it's fake. And I'm like, yeah, but because it was declared officially debunked. Yeah, but I, I feel like we've officially debunked the moon landing video. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I find it interesting it's... that NASA used to actually um, investigate the ocean before they started working on the space. That I, I did read that, and I never. I'm going to double check it. Did NASA? Did. Why do you think they stopped searching if they did? Personally? Mm-hmm. I think they found something down there that said no. Like Megalodon? No. No, I'm leaning more towards like Atlantis. Thank you for bringing that up. Didn't they find Atlantis on land? They did, yeah, yeah. So I was actually. Oh, they're they're um, claiming it could be Atlantis. Yeah, so I was actually reading about these. Mm-hmm. I think maybe two days before you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing how those conversations happen. Just by the way, I'll be like, "Hmm, this is an interesting conversation," and Kira would be like, "Yo, talk to me about this." It's called the Richard structure. That's yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful so from the images on google you can see the rings from homer's description of atlantis you can see the rings of land and the rings of what used to be water is that the place 
sorry, that we were talking about where you can't, they're not letting people go in and like dig it up. Yeah. So the last I read about it, um, it's the same as in Egypt. You have to seek approval from the local governments in order to work yeah. on the sites. I guess it is their land. Yeah. 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 It's, and it's, I mean, it's their history. Okay. Fact check. Oh. Okay, so this is USA Today. I'm not sure how reliable any news source is. NASA continues to explore ocean, did not stop in 1978. was fact-checked by USA Today. It was false. Oh. Why aren't we still just, like, checking Apparently, according to National Ocean Service, it's an American website, though, um, more than 80% of our ocean is unmapped and unexplored. That's 80%. Because we, there's, there was this guy before I started using TikTok, um, and he was tracking sharks and they'd mm-hmm. go into like this area. I don't know if it's a Bermuda Triangle where just disappear and pop back in. Like we don't know, we don't even know how eels reproduce. How do eels reproduce? No, like we don't know. I think they actually do go into the Bermuda Triangle. I 100% believe that. Did you see Percy Jackson? No. I love those books. I thought the movies were alright too. Maybe it's not eels. Sure. Oh, apparently we figured it out in 2022. I don't really want to go into it though. I like it better as a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'd have to agree I'm with you just, on that one. Just peddle my false information over here. <laughs> Still don't know, guys. <laughs> don't look into it. My God. Okay, well, <laughs> we got way off track. Um, you also have a slight obsession with Egypt. With what, sorry? Egypt. Yes. Egyptology? Yes, Egyptology. I have a slight obsession with the um, Egyptian gods of old, specifically anything and everything related to Egyptian mythology. Historically inaccurate stories. I don't care. Love them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything to do with any of their rulers, the history of their religions. Obsessed. I mean, the one thing I got from all the stories is that library of Alexandria. Mm. Is that the library? Mm-hmm. I wish we, I mean, that's factual. That actually stood there. Like yes. that was, that's stated in history. Yes. If we could please just have that information, just it, release it to us. <laughs> I'd really, I'd be very curious to find out how much information actually is left because it was burned down by the Romans. I feel like if anyone has it, it's a Catholic church. Undeniably. (laughs) Again, this is not factual. (laughs) But I do, in my gut, I'm like, the Catholic church has that info. And I mean, because they are wealthy. 
like yeah. crazy wealthy. And they hold a very large amount of power over a very large amount of people. I mean, I feel like it's dwindling slowly. It'll never be zero, like ever, but it's definitely dwindling. Religion is very powerful and it, it's ingrained in the base of who we are as humans. Yeah, and I think all religions very powerful and they've all got parts of them that to me speak some sort of volume. Like every single religion to me speaks some sort of volume in some sort of way. Yes. I would just rather believe in myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I love a huge part of um, Wiccan and what leads people to Wiccan is I just want to know more about myself. I just want to yeah. believe in myself. It's do you feel like the journey starts? Do you feel you live this every day now? You wake up and you are able to say like I am doing great and I, I try know I'm going to be really hard. <laughs> I try really hard. I learned some tips from a few people that I was talking to on social media a few weeks ago. Um, a special little trick in the kitchen to do of the morning is you can either light a candle, you some it smells good in the kitchen, have your coffee and a teaspoon of cinnamon stirred clockwise as you speak your affirmations for the day. And you are bound to have the best day. Has that worked for you so far? Most days. Sometimes I forget to do the affirmations. Yeah. It's so easy to get overwhelmed in life at the moment. Oh, 100%. Mm. It always feels so heavy. Like there are some days where I'm just like, oh, yeah. it's never going to work. But if you really want it, I feel like. I always come back to the day where I go, no, you know what? I do love myself. I can do this. And yeah, I like where 100%, I'm going. 100%. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a perfect way to skedaddle on that note. But so just so everyone knows, Bree's Instagram for Fabled Wicks and Works is at Fabled Wicks and Works. Yes. Yeah. Your website. I currently don't have a website. Ah, it is it linked. Is. All items are linked through Instagram. Everything is top. linked through Instagram, yes. Yes, so through Instagram yes. you'll find access to my Etsy store where I currently yeah. sell all of my handmade home-based products um, and a website, guys get excited, is currently in the works. We're I in production. <laughs> It's coming. <laughs> um, no, so on Bree's site, by the way, they have room miss. Um, yes. So we sell um, several different flavors, scents ooh. of the room sprays. That's um, I also offer the option to get creative if you'd like, and I'll yeah. make something a little bit more personal. Um, I currently sell uh, mini soy candles that are fragranced based on essential oils. Um, Absolutely beautiful. We also do botanical bath salts mm-hmm. and shower steamers, which are like bath bombs that you just put in the bottom of the shower and the steam and hot water just melts it down and it smells absolutely amazing. So and the actually, sound is real satisfying. Yeah, so you could do an ASMR video with that. 
good. That's a really yes. good idea. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Bree and yeah. I am one of my other closest friends, my cousin. We spend every day thinking of new videos for social media. <laughs> Just add that in there. So any tips, please send them our way. It's good to challenge each other, I think. It's definitely a challenge. Also, I won the last competition. Still, I did just see that. Make it. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah. Shen won the first one, so Breeze up next. <laughs> All right. I'm um, working really hard. Oh, we'll get there. I think it's just trying it at different times and going from there. But yeah. thank you so much for being my first guest. I am honestly so honored that anyone <laughs> agreed to this, and I love that it was you first because I feel much more comfortable. And I really hope we can do it again. I would love to do it again. We will. I have so much more to ask you. Just more about like conspiracy theories. I could sit on this podcast for way too long. Literally. For days. Oh, 100%. Well, on that note, I will talk to you soon. And thank you so much for joining us. And I'm Kira, your host of Just Regular Podcast. And thank you to our sponsor, RJMK Clothing. You can find them on Instagram at rjmk underscore clothing and you can also find the podcast on instagram at just regular podcast thank you have a good night